Hello and welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. Where we talk about health from a variety of perspectives. Emotional health. Mental health. Physical health. And spiritual health. My name is Jerome. And I'm your co-host, Constance. So today on Tooth Fit to be Tied, we have Amanda Young. She is an energy healer, and she also has an MBA, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, Amanda? Yeah, yeah. Wow, uh, you did your homework. So I, I did research. I'm, I'm impressed. And so I, so, so welcome to the show, and, and thanks, for, thanks for doing this. And, um, and I mentioned that just because I thought it was interesting that you have the balance of uh, the energy work along with the, uh, the academic side and mixing yeah, those two totally. things together. See, two smart people talking. Yeah, so you can, you can just uh, Me and Amanda. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> good one. Ooh, all right. All right, you smarty pants. Let's go. All right, so Amanda, here's, here's what I want to ask you. I, um, I've known you for a while now, and I think you're the most amazing thing in the world. You really are. And you know I think that about you. Um, most people want to know what exactly is an energy healer. Can you explain what it is that you do? Totally. Yeah. I mean, I can try to explain it, but we all know that it's a little far-fetched and out there. And as Jerome mentioned, I'm, you know, I have an MBA. I went to grad school for nonprofit management. I got a marketing degree. Like, this was not really my, I wasn't like, hey, I woke up one day and was like, I'm going to be an energy healer. It just was a calling for me. And obviously, uh, it's been my life path for the last, I don't know, half dozen plus years now. So energy healing in a nutshell is understanding that everything is energy. And the two ways I'll describe that, first off, does anybody have any clue how a cell phone connects me to you or you to somebody across the globe in Europe? I mean, some people actually know what that technology is. I have no idea what it is. Science can explain it to you until you're blue in the face, but I still am going to be like, okay, it's energetic waves bouncing off things in space, coming back and reconnecting somewhere else. It's similar to a light bulb turning on. I don't know. I flip the switch, somehow some current magically goes through something, and a light bulb turns on. Energy healing is the same concept, understanding that everything in the world is energy. Everything, there's a reaction to everything, um, the equal and opposite reaction, you know, all that stuff. Whenever there's an action, equal and opposite reaction, all that stuff, it's all science. Uh, it's been around for thousands of years. It's super ancient and awesome, and modern medicine has really done a great job shutting it down for various reasons. Um, but it's really, I mean, that's in its essence what it is. And the other thing I tend to tell people about energy healing is that if you think about it, you know, we're sitting here in a pandemic right now, but 100 years ago, just maybe 120 years ago, Science didn't know what germs were. So it's not even been that long that if I would have said, oh, Constance, you guys need to wash your hands because you're going to get sick, you would have looked at me like I was a nutbag. Right. And right now, I sit here and say I'm an energy healer, and people are like, yeah, I, I, like, I can wave my hands and make a migraine in Ireland go away. And they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. 
just because science hasn't learned how to explain it, it doesn't mean that it's not true or accurate or people aren't experiencing it, if any of that makes sense. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, I think, I think for me, the, if, if it works, it works, right? So like you mentioned yeah. the cell phone and, you know, if your cell phone works, you're happy because you can talk to whoever you, you'd like to talk to. So when you're exactly. and, and thinking about, uh, so that you, you explain the energy and so the aspect of, of healing people with energy, uh, can you talk about that a little bit? areas of the energetics because there's there's people have talked about auras and chakras and having energy uh in you know we're all made of energy but there's also a second piece of it that's the mindset component which is your thoughts are things and a lot of people don't understand the energetic of our thoughts but if we think something positive our ability to attract that into our reality is much higher and so many people will come to me and be like, oh, I just, I can't get a new job. I can't get a new job. And I'm like, yeah, you can't get a new job because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're sitting here saying you can't get a new job. You're not going to get one, but you put, you shut the door to that energetic. So when I talk about working with people and doing energy healing, part of it is cleaning up the energetics of the chakras and the aura and whatever you've got going on in your beyond your physical body. Things take a while to, like, energy gets into your aura and your chakras before it gets into your physical body. And so there's a way to stop things from happening preventatively uh, to keep yourself healthy, even in this pandemic, which modern medicine will say there's nothing that you can do right now or that you can only do so much or whatever. I would beg to differ and say that's complete bogus. And there's a whole lot that we can do to prevent this. It's not being done because people don't understand it. So, on the other hand, we can work on the mindset things of if people sit here and say, oh, yeah, I get five colds a year, or I'm sure I'm going to get this disease, then they're going to because they're pulling it into their system. It's like a giant magnet. And if you can keep your thoughts clear and your energetic clear and stay at a really high vibration, the reality is most of this disease that's in the world is vibrating at a very low, all of it is vibrating at a low frequency. And if you can stay above that frequency, you don't have to get sick. Wow. That's, that's really, that's really interesting. That's so. actually, I'm, I'm going to vouch for that one. I really am going to vouch for that. So um, just a quick overview. When I met Amanda, she was, uh, we were both in this women's networking group. And I remember being fascinated by her because I was like, and you kind of were at that time doing a little more business coaching, but also energy healing. And yeah. I remember you looked at me and I'm like, this girl is either batshit crazy or smart as hell. And nobody <laughs> just, we, no one knows what she's talking about, you know, like, cause right. I mean, not no one, but if you aren't really educated on I'm energy, like, totally. Get me. I get it. I'm, I am like, Yes, it appears that she's crazy. Just way ahead of the curve. <laughs> so that was my impression. I was like, she's either crazy or she's amazing. And I, but I loved her energy. I really did. And I remember the first time you came up to me and you said, "I need to work with you. I don't know why, but I have this like calling to work with you." And I was like, "Okay." And I started training her. But really, mm-hmm. I think God. I mean, I, I you call it God, the universe, whatever. I feel like God was calling me to really work with her. And, uh, and, I, and I don't know. That's just how I feel, Amanda. And she um, knew it was, that. It was two-sided. It was for sure two-sided. 
excited. It was too. I mean, and so what if she got a six pack while she was helping me, right? I mean, that was just a be- that was just a benefit. <laughs> and even tightened my, my buns. I think we were talked about counting quarters off them or something like that. Yes, exactly, exactly. But I would get tidbits from her while I trained her. Like she really did give me all this great advice. You know, basically without me working with her. And then, I, do you remember the first time I called you, Amanda, when I was like desperate? No, you don't. You don't remember the first. So I called you in desperation and I said, um, oh my God, I need help. Like this was where I was like, she need, I need her help. I had all these people um, canceling memberships. It was like oh, right. out yes, of nowhere. Yes. yes. yes, yes. Your, your business is going sideways. Yes. And I said, I don't know what to do. What do I do? And she said to me, well, do, uh, do they have legitimate reason? And so I said, well, one of them does, but the others don't. And do you remember what you told me? I think it tells you to get in contact with each one of them and work through every bit of it and figure out what your stuff was around all of it so that you could clean up your own stuff. Yes. You were like, you're so afraid right now. I was so afraid that I was frozen, and that's when I just called. And you're like, you go fix that. Like, do it from your heart was really what you said. Do your work from your heart. Like, And I did. I called these people, and I said— you are, you can't just quit. I mean, we've come so far. And they were like, you know what? I mean, at that point, I had people literally giving me like double what they were paying. They're like, you know what? Sign me up for additional services. I was, I called Amanda. I was like, you're amazing. I don't know what the hell you just did, but that was incredible. I needed that. So, so that was kind of a combination of energy uh, healing and business coaching. The, right. com- the combination of. Try to put it into different buckets, but it's all. I mean, you ask me if anybody comes to me with any sort of problem, I literally can help because it's all energy, whether it's relationships or physically losing weight or like finding a job or health issues, whatever it is, it's all the same thing. But I also have to put uh, an asterisk on this and like a caveat on the whole thing the industry calls me an energy healer. I am not doing the healing. All of that work that Constance did, Constance did. She gets 100% of the credit for it. I am just the guide. I just happen to be able to translate. Like, I consider myself a translator. She comes to me and barfs up this crud that she has in her that's not working, right? And I say, this is how you clean it up. Or I help her clean it up. And then she goes and makes magical things happen. And she deserves the credit. Because if she wouldn't have said, yes, hey, Amanda, I need help. None of this would have even happened. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, absolutely. So that's like changing. So you, you talked about before changing the mindset. So you change the mindset. So your thoughts are different. So your feelings are different. So your reality then becomes different. Exactly. Right, so um, what would you... Um, so in, in our podcast, uh, sometimes we talk about... Well, a lot of times sometimes. we talk... A lot of times we talk about... <laughs> Um, dealing with uh, toxic people or toxic relationships. Um, how would you yeah. use energy or how would energy healing help someone to deal with um, a toxic person or toxic relationship or toxic situation? Yeah, that's a great question. So a lot of it, first thing that comes to mind is boundaries, setting up new boundaries for what you will and will not tolerate because a lot of people tolerate way too much BS and that's why they allow that toxicity into their life. And sometimes it's more challenging because maybe it's a family member or a loved one or a spouse or, you know, a partner in a relationship that's giving you that toxicity. 
and then it becomes really getting more the energy is all about getting in alignment with your true self and who you really are and what you're really here to be doing and when you realize that you have more worth and more value you start loving yourself more when you get into that space of self-acceptance then the toxic people in your life start falling away very quickly because there's no space for and again as i was talking about before there's a vibration for there's a negative vibration or lower vibration for which these diseases and toxicities live at and exist on. And if you rise above that energetic level, it's a different frequency. It's just kind of like tuning in a radio station. If the toxicity is at 92.3 and you're riding, you're listening at 97.5, that stuff is not going to come into your radio frequency. I don't know how radios work either, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds legitimate. That sounds legitimate. Right. I mean... Somehow it makes sense in my head. <laughs> so no, it, it makes perfect sense. I mean, I, and I think we've talked about that before. Like you can, uh, you know, when you start to have the same type of person in your life, it's almost like you're broadcasting, like you're saying on a, on a certain frequency. And if you change that frequency, you don't, those, you don't even see those other people. Yeah. The way you described it falling out of your life is so, um, um, it, it's, it's fascinating how that happens. Um, so we talked about how you, uh, you, let's see, the motivated me would be the right word. Um, I don't want to say twisted my arm, motivated me to do your energy healing workshop. And the next day, my entire life, not just the next day, the next day, the next week, the next month, I mean, my entire life shifted and changed. And you remember- was tumultuous for you. It was big. It was- uh, like it was a lifetime of stuff that happened within probably a month. And I called you and I said, what the fuck is happening to my life? You ruined my life. What's going on? Did, and did you ask for your money back? I, I was like, is there some sort of guarantee? Cause my life is sucks right now. I mean, in, in, in retrospect, it was beautiful and amazing. But at the time I freaked out. And what did you, do you remember what you told me? I think I probably said something along the lines of just keep breathing. It's all going to be okay. What your your world's getting swept right side up. Like it's, this is this is good for you. You said no. You said you said oh shoot. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Yeah. You're like yeah. You know that's that's my bad. That's from my that's from what you just did with all the work you did for me. I'm like I did not sign up for this. And you're like no. All these people are exiting your life because you have changed your frequency. And yeah. looking back, it was the most amazing thing ever. I I always think to myself, if I had not taken that training with you and spent that entire weekend with you, what my life would have looked like. And I have to say, I owe it all to you and what you do. So you're incredible. Well, I think you're incredible equally. Thank you for that. I received that compliment wholeheartedly and I give it, I shine it right back to you because you're the one who, I mean, really just had the faith to upend your whole life. You, you lost a lot that year and you gained a lot that year, but you also, I mean, you know what I remember from you is you sitting there being like, Amanda, I don't know how to cry. And then it took, I don't even know how long before all of a sudden you're like bawling at me one day. And I was like, 
well, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> Part of my job is to make people cry. I mean, you guys do that too when you're like making people work out, but it's a different level of crying. <laughs> right. Ours comes out in sweat. Your Yours comes out from the eyeballs. At the, at the tear ducts. Yeah. yeah. So, so Amanda, when you talk about um, changing the frequency, um, so you talked about, you know, for example, um, being able to love yourself, accept yourself, um, uh, having self-worth. What uh, are there other things that you would suggest people do to change that frequency, or um, or uh, do they do people come to see you to change that frequency, or um, uh, both? I, I mean, yeah, both. Part of it is living a positive, meant like a positive outcome. I mean, really, it's having it's having a belief system that anything's possible, and being willing to do the work to change it. But people also come to me. And in one session, in one hour, I can flip somebody's world completely upside down because I just ask them questions to help them uncover what it is. I, I consider this to be kind of an alternative to therapy. And, I mean, I, I'm not regulated like a therapist is. I can ask any question. I can go to any direction. I really use my intuition because I've spent the last 10 years developing it to the point where I know things about people before they even know things themselves and not in the creepy, like I can read your mind and know all your dirty thoughts type of way. But like, uh, I know where to poke. And if somebody comes to me and they're grieving something, my heart will start hurting. And I will say, I need to know what you're grieving. And then they'll spill it out. And all of a sudden they realize that they've been carrying around this huge boulder of trauma their whole life that they didn't even know they had. And when I help them put it down and get rid of it, the sigh of relief and the levity of that person's human is completely changed. And they go from a darkness to a lightness that previously they never even thought possible. And that can happen in one hour session. I've got people that come to me every week for a year. And by the end of the year, their life doesn't look anything like it did before. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's beautiful. Yeah, it really is. You're just like a ray of sunshine. That's the only way I could describe you. Really, it's true. I like that. It's true. You I, are. I go for it. I mean, I, I, my job is to shine. I to show up and shine and be the best version of myself. And I mean, just as much as your life has changed, I've had so many upheavals in my own life where it's been, you know, I'm on this journey with everybody. And a lot of times I do the things before my clients do, or I have a bunch of clients that are in the same type of journey at the same time showing me, oh, hey, this is how we heal this one. And this is how we heal this thing. So, well, I'd love to learn about your I'd love to learn about your life upheavals if you ever take me up on that coffee idea that I keep throwing out to you. <laughs> Heck yeah, I'm coming for coffee. You just have some wind. All right. We're doing it. We're gonna set it up for sure. So Amanda, you mentioned uh you mentioned using your your intuition and um yeah. and, and it not being like a because I think a lot of people when they talk about intuition, they think it's like some sort of like mind reading or or uh, right. ESP or something. Talk a little bit about uh, intuition, um, how you use it, and how people could can develop their intuition. Yeah, so great question. I, I've taken so many different courses on learning how to tap into it. Um, the Most people think of um, like clairvoyance, being able to see, you know, spirits and things like that. I've seen them before, whoopie ding dong it's not really my jam, but there's also um, claircognizance, which is a knowing, 
And it's not something that people, there's like five different clairs. All of your senses, there's an equal kind of intuitive sense for those, like a parallel one. So some people see things, some people hear things, some people know things. Um, some people smell or taste different things. You know, uh, I just was, my, somebody I know was um, working on something that my grandfather had made. And he was like, man, when I was working on this, I kept smelling smoke because my grandfather was a really heavy smoker. And that was the scent of my grandfather. And there's, you know, there's so much stuff like that that's happening on, in, in my world, this is a normal, typical day, right? Like everyone sits here and is like, oh, this is so weird. I'm like, not when you play in my realm, right? Like all of this is so magical. I'm really dealing with magic and it's so beautiful. But for me, my intuition has come to me based on taking a bunch of weekend courses in um, theta healing and Reiki and energy mastery and um, learning, you know, psychic abilities and this, that, and something else. So for me, I it, I will have a client that will be nonverbal. They'll be so traumatized that they can't even talk about their trauma, right, whatever the case may be. And then I will just sit in stillness, and all of a sudden I'll kind of hear a word or think of a word or just something will pop into my head and I will say, tell me about being held at gunpoint. And they will look at me and be like, there is no way that you could possibly know that about me. Wow. wow. And I will say, I don't know why I know this about you, but that's irrelevant. What we're here to do is deal with the trauma. And then they will tell me all about being held at gunpoint and we will move it out and they will be relieved and they walk out of there a different person and my job's done until they come to me with the next thing, right? So it's, I can handle the heavy stuff because I understand how to move the energy. So whereas somebody might, and the other piece of this, which most people don't understand, and most people even in my realm don't understand, is, you know, as I mentioned before, hand washing is only about 100, 120 years old. What people don't understand that there's an energetic level of hygiene that has to be used when dealing with other people and dealing with energy. And if you can't learn how, I mean, Constance knows how to cut her cords and get grounded and make sure she's, you know, releasing the stuff that's building up on her. Because if not, then you're carrying around all that trauma that you've had or all the experiences you've had your whole life. And a lot of people, like traditional doctors, therapists, um, people that are, you know, social workers that are doing this healing work, you see so many of them burn out so quickly because they just can't handle all of the trauma that gets dumped on them because they don't know how to release it and flush it off of them. And so you see that trauma build up on people over and over and over, and then they can't release it, and that's where they get burnt out. So when you have the ability to do energetic hygiene, which is very easy, mind you, it's, the, it's, it's having the ability to really disconnect from everything coming at you. So I can handle a whole lot of stuff coming at me. It just means I do more work on myself to keep myself clean. But there's no way you would go into surgery if a doctor hadn't washed his, his or her hands and scrubbed them. Like the, if the room wasn't clean, you know, if we didn't have modern hospitals, you're not going in to get some uh, an appendix removed, right? Like, you're just like, no way. Right, so, right. I always caution people when they're working in this metaphysical world to make sure that their practitioner knows what they're doing and has some form of energetic hygiene to call in whatever protections they need to make sure that, that they're safe yeah. in this area. So, Amanda, how do people get in touch with you if they want to 
uh, work with you or do one of your workshops or find out more about you? Yeah, they can. I have a website. It's Amanda H, as in healer, I guess, young, <laughs> uh, .com. And they can go to my website and learn more. They can um, find me on Facebook and send me a message and just say, hey, uh, you know, I want, I want a session. They can sign up online. Um, just reach out to me, even at email. I'm Amanda at AmandaHYoung.com. They can email me and just say, hey, I heard about you and would love to learn more. I mean, I uh, try to make it as accessible as possible because I know that I'm here to help people, and I absolutely love doing it. I mean, I love business and coaching and all that sort of stuff too, but, man, healing is really my divine design jam. It's what I'm supposed to be doing. So the more people I help, (laughs) the better. No, it is. I can I can agree with that. Um, we will make sure to link your information on our Facebook page once the podcast is uh, released. And um, I really thank you for doing this. It was really nice to hear from you and nice to hear your story. Yeah, thanks so much for talking with us. It was really interesting and, and informative. Thank you so much thanks, for Amanda. having me and, you know, being on this journey. Of course, of course. It's still a journey. So we'll, we're going to do coffee soon. Amen. All right. Deal. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye, Amanda. Bye. Okay. Wow. Wow. That was was pretty good. I I enjoyed that. You know what I think is interesting? Most people that hear stuff like this, they go into it thinking, this is crazy. Like, I'm going to say, it's sort of like going into a psychic. I think if you go Mm -hmm. in with your arms crossed. Oh, you're still there? <laughs> oh, hi, Amanda. <laughs> oh, she's still here. I think if, good thing we didn't say anything bad about her. Oh, yeah, you can hang up. You're good. I'll, we'll, we'll text later. Okay, bye. <laughs> I was like, whoa, wait, where's that sound coming from? Um, I think if you go in and you are not open, you're not going to get much from it. Right. And But the other thing, too, I think she explains it in such a way that it makes – it makes sense. It's not as um, out there as it seems, as the explanation seems when it comes from, you know, people. I, I don't know if I'm making sense. No, it does I- make sense. It's almost like somebody who doesn't believe that exercise is going to get them in shape or get them to lose weight. You know, we all have those people because right. of their previous experiences or they just don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, you know, fear based around it. And it's the same kind of concept when you're dealing with, I mean, she would talk to me and this stuff would go over my head. I'm like, what the hell is she saying? Mm-hmm. And I remember a time that I went to go visit my mother. It was actually the last time I went to go visit her before she died. And I knew she was, um, this was it. And I had to prepare. So I, I mean, I was like, I'm going to do everything this woman says. I don't care how crazy it looks. I mean, my family thought it was nuts. My you, sister, you went to see Amanda before. I went, I was working with Amanda and she's like, when you see your mom, you need to cut your cords. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is, but I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You need to take salt baths. I was like, she explained to me the reason why. And okay, fine. I'll do that. I needed to, I, I had crystals with me. I mean, I was like, I was like a lunatic walking in, you know, to mm-hmm. somebody who doesn't understand it. My sister, for example, was like, what in the hell are you doing? I was like, I got to bring these crystals with me. I can't go in the house without them. I'm cutting cords. I'm taking salt baths. She's like, what are you? I'm like, it helps. It is helping. What- so, so you found that it, that it helped you? I was able to ward off her negative toxic energy even in her, <laughs> in her, but, you know, I knew this was going to be the last time I would see her and she still was trying to suck the life out of me. And, um, 
I had to protect myself. And Mm -hmm. working with so many people, I don't know. I mean, I used to teach 100 people in classes, hundreds Mm -hmm. of people. And I would go home so angry and so mad. And I couldn't figure out why for years. And people kept telling me, you're picking up other people's energy. Like, okay, great. Well, how am I supposed to fix that? Mm-hmm. And Amanda was really one of the people who really taught me ways to handle that. Um, you know, there are people that like envision the white, you know, we talked about this before, mm-hmm. the white the, the bubble, and, bubble and do all this. You know, that stuff never worked. There are things that specific things that Amanda has taught me to do that has truly helped me to sort of um, keep other people's energy sort of um, from infecting you correct, or, or correct. from you or from you yeah, absorbing other people's absolutely. energy. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. She's a cool chick. Yeah. All right. I know so, you look at you. You're like, I might, heck, I might try to check her out. Well, I don't know if my, if my life is going to fall apart. Because, well, yeah, uh, I know. Be ready for it, that. <laughs> so my life could fall apart. So be like, like yours did. So tell, talk a little bit about how your life turned upside down after you did some work with so Amanda. So I will say, well, I did work with her and then she asked me to do um, a training and she said, you, I, I am actually a certified energy healer. Not a lot of people know that about me. Uh, so if you need me to like clear something up, let me know. I'm happy you, to. you are a certified energy healer? Yeah. Have you ever seen, you don't look at my certifications in my office, do you? Because you'd <laughs> see my energy healing certification up there. I, I, I did. Why is that so funny? Because I, why? How am I? How am I just knowing this? You didn't we, know that. We talked about you know doing this show for oh, for a long time, well, and you I, never it's said like a yet. Secret. It's like okay. a little right. secret of mine that right. now, now I guess everybody knows. Right. Um, are are so you yeah. good at it? No, because I don't practice. Okay. I know right. I, I suck because I don't practice. Um, but I am a certified engine healer, and that's this is the course that I took. Uh, and okay. and half the time I'm like, what the hell am I doing? And then the other half of the time I was really open and mm-hmm. trying to be like, all right, just be open minded you know, just do this. And I'm thinking about how this would look if I was like, oh, hey, client, well, you can't lose weight. Hold on. Let me just clean a little, sh- like your chakras here. And I'm mm-hmm. just thinking about how hilarious this could look to the random layperson, right? Yeah. But that's, that's when you kind of have to feel people out and say, and see what they're open to. Cause you probably have some clients that would be open to that. Um, like, I probably like, would, but I'm not confident enough. So I wouldn't do it. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a certified meditation instructor and there are people that I just know would not be open to it. So I'm not going to try to say, Hey, you know, try this. Yeah. But some people, some people are and, and they, they benefit from it. So it's like, you really just have to, I think, feel, feel people out. Well, that's true. But also you have to practice and I'm just, I I got too much on my plate right now. I don't have time for practicing. Like I'd rather just call Amanda and be like, fix me. I, Uh, and she'll be like, you know how to fix yourself. I'm like, no, 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 you're faster and better. Well, you can circle back around to it. <laughs> so when I, uh, it was literally the next day. It was a Sunday that we finished the training. I believe it was a Monday. My entire staff quit. Wow. They were like, they came and sat me down one by one, one each, one by one and said, yeah, we quit. And I was in shock. Wait, they all came as a group? No, they came individually, but all, all to tell me that they were quitting. On the same day? Yes. On the same day. And wow. I was in complete shock. And I thought, oh, my God, what just happened to my life? So first, yeah. it affected my career. Second, um, I believe I took this training a couple, I think it was a month later, I went on a vacation. And I went, my sister was um, 
take, she had just gotten divorced. We had gone to uh, the Dominican Republic and we were just kind of, she was going to move back to Chicago. We all went to kind of celebrate. And um, it was there that I had this weird spiritual awakening is the only way I can describe it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, in the beginning of the trip, I remember thinking to myself, you know, my husband and I should really vacation more. This is really nice. You know, we would have such a great time here. He would like it here. And the end of the trip turned into, I need to get divorced. Wow. Yeah. So I, to make a very long story really short, I was, we were going to a town and checking it out. And apparently when you're in the DR and you're, you know, American, they make you, they, they very much heavily suggest that you are with somebody who is from that town or from that area and that they chaperone you the entire time. Mm-hmm. So um, while everybody else was like, yeah, this doesn't sound like a good idea. I was like, no, this sounds like a fantastic idea. Let's go. So I was like the ringleader in this whole thing. We had um, one of the guys who worked at the hotel. He was going to be our guide. So the taxi cab comes and all of a sudden here comes, uh, you know, the he's 25 years old. He's a boy, I guess. This okay. boy comes and he sits in the cab with all of us and taking us through, you know, what it's like um, in the DR. And at that moment, I thought to myself, I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of one of my studios. I, I need to simplify my life. So mm-hmm. that happened. Okay. So that in this car Ros- ride, as the, I'm looking. The Roselle studio. The Roselle studio I got rid of. I thought I need to simplify my life. Things need to change. So this entire trip, I'm like, that's it. I'm going home. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I can only focus on one. Um, when we got out of this taxi cab, this boy, 25 years old, uh, holds everyone, all the women's hand, you know, and lets them off the, the, the taxi cab like a gentleman. He grabs my hand. I look at him and I feel my stomach drop. The mm-hmm. way I looked at him, the way he looked at me, it was like I found a long lost soul that I have been searching my whole life for. Okay. And I know this sounds crazy, but that's how it felt. I was like, it was like I was married to this person in a past life, which I don't even think I believe in past lives, but I think I do now. Okay. <laughs> I knew this person's soul. I knew his mm-hmm. soul like like I've never known anybody or anything. It had nothing to do with the, his physical person. Mm-hmm. You know, we had hung out the whole night with obviously my family. Um, so it was, I mean, he wasn't even that fun. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like he was like a, this charming guy. He was a boy. Like there was nothing even a, attractive about him except mm-hmm. his soul. And my yeah. family was like, what the hell is going on right now? I'm like, I don't know. I know him somehow. Like, mm-hmm. this is, I don't know what's happening. So when we left the Dominican, I I think I cried. I cried. Talk about Amanda's talking about me crying. I cried in the airport, in the bathroom in the airport. I cried in, on the way to the airport. I cried the entire plane ride home. People were turning around staring at me. It was that, like, hard of a cry. Wow. I got home. I cried for days and days. And I finally... Real, I said, I can't be married. I'm not. I just experienced a piece of happiness. I've experienced love. It was very strange. I can't describe it. It was like. Okay. I know. I know you're looking at me like I'm like I've got two heads. It was like I experienced love 
in a very deep and emotional way that I've never experienced. And I just knew that's not what I had in my marriage. And I knew I had to get out. Okay. So you, so you're, I, I guess the reason I'm looking at you, you, you're saying you experienced love. It's the only way. Yes. It felt like love. Um, deep, like. But, but, a, uh, but a remembered love. A so, remembered, well, I guess, yes. I guess what I'm, yes. I guess what I'm trying to, to differentiate from, and I know a, a little bit about this yes. story. It's not like you guys had some no, uh, we had no physical no, romp we had no, over over the <laughs> no physical romp. romps. I've never been able to use that word before. Romp, yeah, romp, yeah, yeah. Nice. It's, yeah. Okay. So, but I, no. I, I guess that's what I'm trying to, no. to clarify. So it wasn't like you guys had this weekend affair. No, and, it was not that at and all. And nope. This is purely you saw this person and felt like you had this connection, and it wasn't even a connection. It was like you're right, like a long lost love that has happened at some point in my life mm-hmm. or maybe past life that I don't believe in, but now I do. <laughs> okay. But, and, and, and so in some ways you looked at that and said, I don't have that now. Currently. I knew I didn't have that. Yeah. And, and so, I thought that, and that is my unicorn. That's part of my unicorn right there. I need to that, feel that. That connection. That, yes, whatever that was. Okay. Okay, so that's, right that's why I wanted to clarify. So it wasn't like, you know, she went to the Dominican no. Republic and I keep wanting Dominican Republic found this 25 year old guy. Right. <laughs> Fell in love. And now she's lost her mind. Right. Going through a midlife crisis. No, it was not like that okay. at all. It was not like that so, at all. So I just wanted to clarify that. You're yeah. welcome. Thank you so much yeah, for making yeah, sure yeah. the audience knows that I'm not some, um, <laughs> you know. Uh, anyways, so that's that. I get home. I got home. I. I was like, that's it. Got rid of my car, got rid of my husband, got rid of one of my businesses. And Amanda was just like sitting back, eating popcorn. Like I, she just. I, I thought you were going to say one of your children. I'm like, no, holy no, shit. No, I, that, I was close, but no, no, they, they stayed. Uh, they made it through. But she just, she just smiled and laughed and thought, you know, she and, knew. Okay. And was, so that's, and so that's a lot of, that's a lot of upheaval. So just. But now you feel as though your life is in a better place because um, of all that. 100%. Uh, okay. I, I want to make okay. it clear at the time I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, this is, you're, look at you growing. I'm like, I don't want to grow. I don't want to grow what's happening to me. Like, I things feel the like, way they are. yes, things were fine in my bubble where I didn't know anything. Um, mm-hmm. And once, so it once was. Once they take you out of the matrix, oh. you can't, you know, well, you didn't see that movie, did you? Yeah, I have seen that movie. Oh, okay. So once they take you out of the matrix, you, you you see the truth. They can't put you back in. It's just like that. Yeah. And so here I am, happy and, uh, and, and out living of the, my best life. And, and, and out of the matrix. Out of, yeah. Thanks right. to Amanda. So she was a great guest. We Man, yep. we've done three for three now. Yeah. We're killing it. Well, they're killing it. Or. Well, we just, I mean, well, we just found good people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Law of right, attraction. So, What's that? Law of Law attraction. attraction. Yeah. yeah. So we must be awesome people. Well, duh. <laughs> All right. So I, we'll wrap it up there. Okay. I'm Jerome. I'm Constance. And we'll see you next time. See ya.